0: Well, here we are, Pastor Rod, for our fourth gift in the series. How you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Looking forward to gifts of healing.
0: Come on. And yeah. uh, loved your teaching from last week. Uh, if anyone hasn't seen that yet, it's a great, great teaching to go over and some great stories from the Bible and also from Pastor Rod on healing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, let's jump into some questions around healing. And uh, I think probably the biggest question I've had over the years of healing, and um, I'm sure people listening maybe would be similar, is that why don't we see healing every time we pray? This gift of healing, God wanting to heal, um, i maybe a bit of a big question, but why don't we see it happen all the time?
1: It is a great question, and we do need to uh, address it. The only person that had the the 100% strike rate is Jesus Christ. Um, mm. There's no one else walked on this planet that's had that that level of healing as Jesus. So I think, we, first of all, we really need to realize we're not Jesus. Mm. Not that anyone here thinks they are. <laughs> but, Hopefully not. <laughs> uh, but he was perfect man, perfect God together. Mm. And I think that that is something we can look at and be inspired by. That this is what Jesus wants us to do. And he said, "Go and pray for the sick, and they will recover." In Mark 16. Mm. But yes, it's true. Not everyone is healed that we prayed for. So we need to accept that, deal with that, and then say, well, what are we going to do next? And I think as a faith person who believes in the supernatural, we need to obey the Bible. Mm. We need to keep praying. So the answer is I don't know. Mm. I do not know why people are not healed. Mm. I'm not going to talk about like blaming anybody or Mm. you have faith, did they have faith because these are sort of, um, arguments almost you could get into. And my right. answer is, I have no idea. But my my answer is keep praying, mm. um, which is probably where we're going to head with some more questions. But if if everyone is not healed, what do we do? It has to be the next question. Mm. And my answer is we must keep praying for the sick and we will mm. see miracles and we will see great miracles. Um, so the, the concept of why can't answer it we're not jesus Mm. but we do have the spirit of jesus Mm. and there is authority you know about the 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 apostles laying hands on and we should lay hands on and and right now we're not not laying hands on (laughs) in in, (laughs) in the pandemic um virtual hands virtual hands doesn't have to be an actual touch but it is a a symbol of of praying um I hope that's been enough start here because we, mm. we, we're we going to talk around this issue. This is yeah. we're going to talk around this. Mm. Um, don't be discouraged. There are some things I, I believe we can dig into here.
0: No, that's great, and I think yeah, I think sometimes there are those. You know, there are always going to be things about God and life and faith that we won't know on this yeah. side of eternity, and and so so I appreciate your honesty of just saying <laughs> don't know, <laughs> not trying to make up an answer and. I always felt the same way with um, you know, why do I know Jesus and have faith when so many others don't? Um remember moving to Tokyo, getting on the trains, just packed in and thinking, mm. How come I know and all these people don't? And I don't know the answer, but yeah. let's talk about what do we do now. Yeah. So That's uh good. yeah, back to healing. So How have you, or how can we, uh, how have you done it personally? How can we stay motivated and engaged to continue praying, to continue building our faith so we can see God
1: heal more people? I think, number one, we must read and and read the Bible and and notice the healing stories. Mm. I think we need to realize God wants us to pray for the sick. Now, as a church, of course, we love all medicine, all good medicine, and um, we are thankful for all doctors and nurses and, and science and mm. we are very thankful and there I don't feel there's any there's no there's no altercation or, or worry about that so there's there's science and medicine and there's God's healing but my revelation is that God is the healer mm. God has mm. put in human beings the ability to recover from sickness um, and that should be natural um, both by just just the, only recently do we know all the, the, the incredible factors of our body and the cells and the T cells and the white cells and the red cells and what everything does. Yeah. God put it in place for us to be healed, for us to be able to receive healing. And and that is a God of creation that put that that in us. So God is the God of healing. So I would say to any doctor, thank you doctor for your medical science, but we're going to pray as well to speed up the process, to see a miracle, Um, same with medicine, if it's good medicine, thank you science for doing the research. And, um, I used to be in pharmaceuticals and most of the original, um, pharmaceuticals were made from plants. Um, and then the the modern ones are just copies of that. How do we make that in the lab? But it's realizing that God put in plants and herbs and and all sorts of things, a lot of the healing powers that, so, so, so Mm. medicine and, and doctors, And God, I I think God God is the the healing God. And one of the scriptures was, um, I think it was Exodus 15, 26. I am the God who heals you. Mm. So the biggest answer I can give is I read in the Bible that God is the healer. Right. I've got to believe that. I've got to believe God created me and God can heal me. However it happens, I've got to believe in the healing, the supernatural healing and the natural healing that God put in our bodies. And then all the stories of healing... Um, almost every single one is a supernatural factor, that mm. God did something somewhere, somehow. Mm. And and again, I, I really believe that that we've got to read through the even the miracles mm. and say, yes, Jesus did heal that man instantaneously. And I guess this is another question. Um, what if it happens partially? What if it happens slowly? Is that okay? And the, my answer is, I don't care how it happens. Yeah. Uh, Let's just pray for it to happen. Mm. And if medicine did a part, science did a part, and God did a big part, then that's my theology, that Mm. God is in the healing. Even with non-Christians, God put healing in the bodies Mm. and God put the ability to recover. And so God is involved in the healing process. Secondly, every time you read about Jesus, it's almost always about healing or, or setting people free from something. So we serve the Savior Jesus who really the, the the great picture of Jesus is a healing god he's a healing god and i think i would say to anyone who's interested in healing to read the gospels matthew mark luke and john mm. and just read them for what they are they are ordinary people touching jesus ordinary people some big sinners some little sinners some whatever sinners we're all sinners some Jews, some non-Jews, there was no, there was really no differentiation mm. um, except one. And maybe we'll come to that a little bit later. And that is the issue of faith. But, we'll, but that let, let's come to that a bit later. But what I'm saying is that Jesus didn't look at people as in different levels. God wants to heal. Mm. Jesus wants to heal. And I really think we need to, as Christians, we need to get in our brain, Jesus wants to heal. And at that point, we bring up, well, what about this person? They weren't hurt or healed or this person had cancer and died. And I, I I, know, I know, but I can't let that affect my basic philosophy of life, mm. that God is a healing God. And I, I, if I could put it in an illustration like this, as a pastor over many years, I've prayed for many people with cancer. Um, some have been healed and some have died, just honest with you. Now, imagine if I... Believed in healing and I prayed for someone for cancer with great faith, but they, they died. And then the next Sunday, someone at church says, Pastor Rod, would you pray for me? I have cancer. I think that at that point is a test of our theology or our thinking about God. Mm. Because we could say, well, the last person I prayed for didn't do very well. Or I could say, I know you're taking some stuff and that's great. Keep, keep that going with the doc. But I want to pray for you that God could touch you right now. In other words, what sort of pastor would you want? Uh, What sort of leader would you want if you have healing, someone that says, well, the last person I prayed for wasn't healed Mm. or the pastor that says, you know what, we're going to pray for that right now. So this comes from our thinking, our thinking. So for me, no matter what's happened, I'm going to pray for the next person as though it is the first person and God could do it. So this is a very big part of my answer is my Mm. theology. God is a healing God. I'm sort of preaching now. I'm sorry. but it's great. Not, not so sorry. Keep going. Um, <laughs> We've got to get it. We've got to read the Bible, and we can't put these scriptures aside and say, well, that doesn't happen anymore. Mm. We've got to put it center point center point and say this is a hurting world, and it needs the healing power of a healing God. And wherever I've been in the world, in all the countries, I've always preached God is a healer, and I've always seen some people healed. God is no respecter of persons, and God loves to heal? Big, big answer.
0: Great answer. Love it. <laughs> Glad we did this interview. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And I, I love, yeah. Cause I think like what in some ways what you're saying is that we can't let experiences, especially negative experience define our theology. We got to look to the word of God and, and the truth of God. Um, so yeah. Um, amazing. And I just going back to what you said as well about the, the, the medical side the doctors and the god factor and and i think that's a great way to understand that at the end of the day doesn't really matter um but let's mm-hmm. praise god and thank god for healing and i mean just that was our first son Jaden. his life was saved because of great medical um procedures yeah. and a c-section of surgery um yeah. Praise God. It saved his life. Um, but we know God was in that as well with the timing mm. and lots of other things. And so we praise God for that. But we also were very thankful um, for good medical care as well. So
1: That's great. It's a great way to think, isn't it? Mm. And just just when people open the Bible, we call it journaling, just say, God, well, what would you speak to me? If it's a healing scripture, I, it's just a chance to restore any lost faith in this. Mm. I, I don't understand why... Happened with my grandma or this person, but but I want to pray for healing again and for me healing again. Yeah. So I just want to encourage people: get back to reading the Bible when you've had a bad experience, and obviously a good experience, or like your son Jaden, that was a, mm. a difficult experience, but a good ending. Yeah. Obviously, you can share that as a testimony as well as the Word of God Amen. to people that are that are suffering. Give hope. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah, well, incredible answer. Thank you, Pastor Rod. I think that helped helped me, helped a lot of people. Um, so moving on, um, it s- seems maybe sometimes in in different nations and different regions or in different timings, there's these great you know moves of healing where you know these big meetings and thousands of people getting healing and very dramatic healings. And um, just wanted to ask a bit about that. Can we can we see that where we are? um why is it maybe that insert is it true that in certain times god moves more significantly and powerfully or or what is that mm. um help us understand that pastor rod
1: definitely some countries have got major miracles happening even today you could just open up a, a newspaper a christian newspaper in these countries it's happening in these countries i i saw the greatest move of god i've ever seen in the philippines in one nation um it was 40 years ago and um I, I saw just so many miracles, so many miracles. But I've seen the same miracles in Indonesia and Thailand, two other countries. Um, and then I come to it, you know, I think about Australia or, or here in Japan, and I think, well, um, I'm not seeing that level of miracle, but we are seeing some. Mm. Uh, so it's not that God's not moving in those nations. Mm. So my answer is this. It's com- a combination of different things. Number one is desperation. And I think that in some countries... We're not desperate to where we're at the last stage of sickness. Mm. So if someone has a uh, an infection here, we might just go and get an antibiotic from the doctor and um, mm. within a few days we're feeling better. But in some countries they can't afford that. They will die. So there is a desperation rate that goes from zero to 10 very quickly mm. and there's no other solutions. And of course you could say, well, why don't we give them antibiotics? And well, there's, there's some, legal issues there. But um, let's say we could through doctors supply antibiotics. Um, the supply is never enough for mm-hmm. big populations. So th- there's this desperation factor that is driven by low low economy, lo- lo- low availability of some drugs. Some countries don't have certain drugs that we have freely... Um, and that, that is in the area of other areas of, of, of medicine, such as uh, ac- accessibility to hospitals and uh, simple operations. In some countries, a simple operation such as um, removing a, a gallstone. I don't mean that's a simple thing for people suffering from that. But mm. in in the West, we have a thing called keyhole surgery. My mum my had that where it's just a little prick and you're able to deal with it. Mm. but in some countries they don't have that 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 science so someone could die of a gallstone or, or something else and so there's a desperation there is a definite desperation and you go to those countries and you say god is able to heal people's faith can also rise to the level of the desperation mm. um so I, I do think we in the west get desperate but i think our desperation may be in the area of mental health mm. or emotional health or healing from the past and we see lots of thousands of healings in those areas all the time, all the time. And some people might say, well, that's not the same as physical healing. And that's true. But if you ask the people, it's it's really significant. Like yeah. I was depressed and now I'm not, or I, I had bad dreams and now I don't, or, or whatever it is, it's, it's, it's a testimony of, of great change. So um, desperation, what are you desperate for? And what are you calling on God for? And I think in the West there are just less people calling on God for some things. Does that make them less good? No. Um, it just makes their lifestyle very, very different. Mm. Let me bring in one scripture. And there was the time when Jesus um, went to a village, it was his own hometown. And it says in one scripture, he he did not do many miracles there because of their lack of faith or because it he was from the hometown. Mm. And he said, People didn't believe in the hometown guy, right? the hometown boy, what we knew him when he was a boy. How could he be the healer? Mm. Um, But one of the other scriptures, I think it's in Mark, says he could not do many miracles there because of their lack of faith. So Mm. there was something there about blocking faith, but I would never say to people ever, 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 please listen to me. I would never say you're not healed because of your lack of faith. I just don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. So whatever the case, if someone is not healed, it's very important with the aftercare or the afterwards that we give are never judgmental, but Mm. they're always full of hope. And so I will ask people, are you, are you healed? Do you feel something has happened? And many people say, yes, something's happening or happened. Mm. And others say, no, I feel the same. And my answer is always, well, God could heal you the next time you pray or we pray. I don't understand why you're not healed, but God could heal you any time. In other words, we can't bring that judgment of lack of faith. We, we're not, we're not, we're not seeing their hearts. Um, and I've seen people with great faith not healed, and I've seen people with no faith healed. So I'm also very much, hey, uh, <laughs> um, what, what is going on? So coming back, give them hope. Pray again. Um, say, would you like to read some scriptures on healing? Not judging them, but just trying to encourage their faith. Um, this has really come out of your big question of why here and not there and mm. and so desperation and I also think you know access to the Word of God and um, somehow what they're taught I mean if you're taught that God this is really big, but if you're taught that God might want to heal you it's very different than being taught that God does want to heal you and that was in my notes last week yeah where the the guy asked Jesus. Um, Do you want to heal me? The question was, was not, do you have the power to heal me? Mm. Because he'd seen other people healed. Um, And we need to, we need to solve those two questions. Can God, can God heal? Is he a powerful God? My answer is absolutely. He's supernatural. Mm. The second question comes in, does he want to heal? And I think that we have to take the answer yes to every person on the planet, whether it's the West or countries like the Philippines um, don't have the answers, but God wants to heal you. Let's pray again. Wow, what a big, big answer to a big question. So, mm. so no matter which country we're from and what we're seeing, we will see healings of different types. Mm. And you know, honestly, I think in some countries, the the concept of mental healing, more than physical, is is opposite to some other countries that have better mental health but lower physical health. Right. I've been to countries like that where there actually is a high level of satisfaction and happiness in the home but low money. Mm. And and they're, they're not asking for mental healing. They're asking for physical healing. Isn't that an interesting concept that there actually yeah. is in – and, of course, there's some countries that have both. They have the mental stress and the physical stress. So mm. need Jesus so much.
0: Yeah amazing great answer um we're <laughs> going beyond the, this is such yeah, a big
1: it is. i can't stop going outside the bounds of your questions mate
0: no no it's great no, i remember i had a friend um who after you after high school in in new zealand he went to an orphanage for a year and volunteered in africa i forget which country in africa and similarly he's just saying these kids have no access to medical care whatsoever and he said saw so many miracles because it's like if jesus didn't heal them they were going to die in a week from an infection from a a flu from something Mm. that you know if we had good medical care they would have been healed in that way and uh i just remember telling just all the crazy stories of healings and miracles he saw and uh yeah but that's it that desperation and and jesus answers answers Mm. our prayers so Mm. awesome all right um changing tracks a little bit um just bring it a bit back home to us and our daily lives uh you did touch on this last week but if you just expand it a bit how can we take opportunities to pray for more people to to step into this more to utilize this gift more without being weird or strange i think that's what a lot of people would want to do Mm -hmm. is i want to pray for people i want to see healings but i don't want to be the weirdo as well so uh yeah how can we do this yeah
1: I think I think some people are scared because they've seen the big thing, the big the big event and the big mm. voice and the even some people have seen casting out demons that are being pretty Whoa, pretty aggressive or whatever. I think we have to get back to what Jesus did. It says he cast out evil spirits with a word. Mm. It says he just touched the man and he was healed. It says he put uh something on the man's eyes and they were healed. It says he said, look at me and they were healed. Peter and John in Acts said, Look at us. We don't have money, but we have healing. So mm-hmm. I think we need to get back to the Bible model, which is, which is extremely non-emotional. Mm-hmm. Now, now it's going to be very emotional when they get healed. And it says mm-hmm. that they get up and they're cheering and shouting and jumping. But for the prayer us, mm-hmm. it's very non-emotional. It's just mm-hmm. very, could I pray for you? Would you like me to pray for you? Um, I'm a believer in a supernatural God. Can I pray for you? Th- these are the questions we probably need to rehearse somewhat right um and i remember being a salesman and um people in various cases and um i'm not going to do it in front of people um that would just ridicule me um or the person Mm. but in a genuine relationship or friendship where you just catch someone and they say you know i'm so i've just got these terrible headaches and Mm. you have a moment (laughs) yeah and i have i've had people say to me ah this happened past rod and they said i have a headache and do you think I should have prayed for them for healing? And my answer was, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fear factor is I don't want to feel like a weirdo, which is what you said. So we mm. need to rehearse what is natural to me. Yeah. And what was natural to me was saying, hey, hey, John, or whatever. Hey, you know I'm a person of faith, and you may not agree with that, but you know, I, I do pray for people. Could I pray for you right now? What that means is could I just could I just pray a 10 second prayer? Mm. and ask Jesus to touch you I'm not going to talk call out I'm not going to be loud I'm not going to draw attention would you allow me to pray for you now in that circumstance in the in the when I was a fireman and when I was a salesman my two jobs a hundred of people hundred percent of people said yes wow not one person even even like aggressive atheists said yes now mm. sometimes they might say well I don't believe and I said that's okay can I still pray for you they went oh Yes. So mm. there is that little question comes in there. What if I don't believe or I'm not a Christian? Or, and my answer is it doesn't matter. Mm. You know, God is able to touch you. Just 10-second prayer. Let's see what happens. A hundred percent. I don't think I've ever, even like atheist friends and family family members, it was awkward, but they went, okay. Mm. And I, I, I did what I said. Mm. I I didn't embarrass them. I prayed a little prayer, but I'm praying with faith. Mm. I'm praying with faith. God, I just pray you touch them now, Jesus, touch them now. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, and then I'd say to them, "How do, you, how do you feel?" Mm. And they, what, what, how do you feel? I just prayed for you, and they. Some people say nothing, and others go, "You know what? I'm feeling better." And others come back a week later and say, "You know what? From that time on, I started to get better." Mm. And I'm able to say, well, God loves you. Mm. You don't believe, but God loves you. And so I just think we need a a simple philosophy of how we pray Mm. for the unsaved in a in a way that's acceptable. Mm. And some people might say, but that isn't that like um, being scared or fearful or um... no, 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 it's being loving, Mm. loving your neighbor as you love yourself. This is how I would want to have been approached. Yeah, as a non-Christian. I would want a friend to say to me, no, Rod, you Rod, you had told us about these bad dreams. Can we just pray that that's going to go? And I would have mm. said, well, I don't believe. And they would have said, can I just pray? I would have gone, okay. Um, yeah. So when we reverse it, there's, there's honor there and there's, but there's a theology there that we don't need to be loud mm. and we don't need to be uh, affronting and yeah. causing a scene. Mm. And I think by doing that, you're going to pray for a lot more people. Yeah. And by praying for a lot more people, you're going to see a lot of people saying something happened. Yeah. And this is the joy we have in Japan, isn't it, Lewis, of even with non-Christians praying for the sick and seeing so many healed. Totally. Um, I've prayed for literally tens of thousands of people from other faiths in many countries. Mm. And I've never never once said to them, are you a Christian before I prayed for them? Mm. Um, I just said, can I pray for you? And they've either said yes or I'm this faith, and I've said that's okay. Can I pray for you? And yeah,
0: 100%. Amazing. Even
1: leaders of those religions will say okay, mm. as long as there's honor and respect. Mm. So I think it's a really big question you're asking because I'd love people to start praying for their family and for their um, friends. And here's a really exciting one a lot of our young Japanese have said when grandma was sick, because in Japan, grandma's your sort of your. Your soft person in your in your family—that's mm. that's your most open person to. So pray for grandma, and mm. and so many Japanese have said grandma had this problem or she's in hospital. But I, I went and I said grandma, can I pray for you? And they said, what's that? Mm. And just asking God to heal you, okay. And many of them said their grandma was healed. Mm. It, it, it is really something we have seen over yeah. and over and over. And I just think if you scale that out to to anyone who you feel comfortable, mm. we're going to see a lot of healings. Yeah. It's amazing.
0: I love it. Yeah. I think it's really good. Um, I like how you said you, you tell them what it means to pray for them. Cause I think that's what, like yeah. so for here in Japan if we say I'm going to pray for you they have no idea like you're going to go to the shrine and chuck a coin in or what does it mean what does it look like and they it's going to be different in different cultures and different countries when someone says can I pray for you mm-hmm. and I think by by giving them very practically this like, this is what I'm going to do I'm going to pray for 10 seconds As a good friend, I'll just put my hand on my shoulder, pray for you for 10 seconds, maybe not now. Um, And then (laughs) I'm going to put my hand up to the camera. We're going to pray for 10 seconds. And um, I think it just makes it easy for people to say yes, doesn't it, rather than pray for you. Oh, I don't know. Maybe not because they don't know what's going to happen. So I think that's really great practical advice there.
1: I think we need to get ready to say, can I pray for you? Mm. Um, Even on Zooms. I mean, Jesus healed three people long distance. Mm. And he's called us to pray. And so if we can't meet people during the pandemic, someone saying, I'm just not well, say, hey, can I just pray for you? Just, mm. just quickly. Most people, in fact, everyone will say, what's that? Or, yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic.
0: Love it. Um, cool. Well, um, just, just for a, a bit of inspiration for us, um, I just like to ask, what's one of the most – visually dramatic healings you've witnessed that you're just like hands mm. in the air, wow, God just did an instant crazy miracle that cannot be denied.
1: Yeah. Uh, when we lived in Thailand, I lived there for, with, with Viv and Monty was born there. And we, we would go. I would go to the villages uh, five days a week mm. and start small groups. The way we started was we just walked into the village and said, um, can we pray for people who are sick? And um, whenever there was a miracle, we started a house church there and we ended up with 13 house churches. <laughs> so I'd, I'd say that there was 13, some sort of pretty amazing things. And wh- one of them in the first town, it was called Bak Tong Tai. And um, in that town, um, there was a, a lady lying on, on a mat, an older lady and just lying in the open because it was very, just very um, lo- low economy mm. and um, just stopped and, white guy in, in a Thai village. And I speak Thai quite well. And mm. um, and I would just walk up and say, hi, how are you? Uh, we'd like to tell you about a, a God who can heal you. His name is Jesus. Um, and they what's that? They've never heard of it. And, um, you know, I have a Bible. They can't, you know, read it very well. But say, in the Bible here, it talks about Jesus as having power over sickness and over evil spirits. Mm. And granny here is sick. Would, would you like to to receive healing and, and she was um later we heard that she she just hadn't walked for years like was just laying down was mm. was crippled and i don't know what the full extent of crippled is but she couldn't she couldn't sit up she couldn't mm. stand up and hadn't mm. done for years uh, was just laying laid there every day and um i said hi hi granny and um you know we'd like to pray for you to god to heal you would you like to walk again and she yeah do you understand mm. that god created the world and he created you and he can heal you. And she, and uh, they didn't have much understanding, but this was good. This was Mm. good news. Mm. And so I just held her by the hand and said, I'm going to pray that you'll stand up now and just pray in Jesus name. She'll stand. And and she didn't, she didn't. Mm. And I just held her hand and said, can I pray one more time? Again, not loud and Mm. obnoxious in the village.
0: Mm.
1: Prayed. And then there was movement there's movement she's trying she's actually trying mm. she's trying and all of a sudden she stood up she wow. stood up and she could walk which is also a miracle in her her muscles were also atrophied from no use for years mm. and she walked she wasn't great she wasn't running but she was walking mm. around and, and the family came out and they were calling the neighbors ah! and and then- and then there was the big kerfuffle in the yeah. village there was the big <laughs> the big news that, that yeah. granny such and such was healed and mm. um um, her family were just just in tears of, and she was grateful and, mm. and started a a, a, um, a connect group house church in her house and uh, went back there every week and um, reading the bible and gave them the bible in tie and teaching them how to read it and granny mm. was always there and um Amazing. so there you go it's very much new testament but i've seen that over and over and over mm. um in, in other countries. Mm. Um, I've also seen people absolutely um, demon possessed, whatever that means to you. It was bad. It was terrible. They couldn't do anything. The family couldn't do anything. And then instant healing. Wow. And the person was in their right mind, went back to school, went back to being a normal member of the family. And then months later, I came back and they said, this, this person has, has been perfect since well, mm. in that area, perfect since that day. And so that's an internal healing and a physical healing. And mm. I've times that by thousands. <laughs> now, not everyone's oh. that big, but mm. just people of every single faith you can think of, mm. I've seen Jesus heal them because Jesus doesn't heal them to make them Christians. Mm. Jesus heals them because he loves them. This yeah. is really important for anyone right. praying for the sick. It's not, and I've heard some Christians say, oh, if you become a believer, we'll pray for you. That is not what Jesus did. And yes, he prayed for a lot of Jews, but he also prayed for some not Jews. And um, it's not to do with faith or Mm. a faith religion. It's the love of God is in the healing. And I think that's why we'd say to anyone, can I just pray for you without Mm. any other questions of origin or source or why or just pray. yeah, See what God will do.
0: Amazing. Love it. Incredible stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Well, um, any just closing thoughts or um, comments from you, Pastor Rod, as we
1: wrap up? Sure. My my only thing is if you want to see healing, you've got to start praying for people. A lot of people, I hear a lot of people "I'm praying and fasting for the gift of healing. And I say, how many have you prayed for? And they've said, very few. And I say, well, it doesn't work that way. You've got to pray for people. You've got to be where people are. And so um, pray for the next person that says, I'm not well, practice to say, mm. Can I just pray a simple prayer for you? And know that that's enough. It's, it's enough to, you don't have to lay hands and say, Just Jesus, I pray for healing now. Thank you, Lord. Amen. How do you feel? And see what happens. And I just, so, my last advice is pray for more people. That's it. And you're going to see more people healed. All right. Love it.
0: Great. Awesome cool could you just pray for us as we finish and send us out i
1: I pray that the believers here today would just get more and more in love with you jesus That you are a healing god you love to heal and set right set free i pray we get our theology right our bible understanding right that you're a god that wants to heal and we're gonna look for opportunities i pray for opportunities to pray for that person that needs healing needs a touch of your touch and um I also pray for anyone seeking you right now for healing. I pray for healing in Jesus' name right now. Just receive it. I pray for healing right through this Zoom or online or streaming. I pray for healing right through now because you are a God who heals even long distance. I thank you, Lord, for healing in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Pastor Rod. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, buddy. Let's Let's go pray for some people. All right. See ya.